This is why we have the best fans in the world. And I'm Caitlin. And today we are going to be talking about Louis's recent music video for Two of Us that he actually released today. Uh, so we were originally planning to do a just a little bit of your heart song discussion. I planned the whole doc and everything. But then Louis came out with this video and we were like wanting to talk about that. So yes. we're still going to do the just a little bit of your heart song discussion. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. I think like when I joined, like when I first came on th onto the podcast, that was like my first idea. Oh, and do you remember? I somehow crushed your dreams along the way. Well, you just weren't into it. Yeah. Well, okay. We're giving the, we're giving the listeners a bad representation. I am not some sort of dictator. <laughs> um, about what we were, what we. No, recorded. that's not how I meant it. I just meant like you didn't. No, you I think like that's how excited. I made it seem, though. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't happy about it, so we didn't do it. No, uh, but I, I, yeah, I guess I just didn't really care that much. Right. So, but recently yeah. you just you suggested it. So yeah, because I knew you wanted to do it. Yeah. So we'll do that soon. Maybe next week, but maybe not because it's the Met Gala next week. Oh. We haven't decided how we're going to do that yet. So, but it's coming soon. Yes. Sometime soon. Unless the boys do stuff. Watch, <laughs> watch like every single week I we know. have something. Met Gala, <laughs> then Harry drops a single, <laughs> then we get a music video, then we get an album. Like mm -hmm. Liam's going to yeah. drop something. You know, who knows? It could be September before we talk about it. It could. Just know someday. <laughs> Just a little bit of your heart will have its time. <laughs> yes. And you've written it in the doc as Jal Boy, and that is how I'm pronouncing it in my head. <laughs> it's like one of the songs that has the most recognizable, uh, what is that called? Uh, Alli not alliteration. Acronym? No. Yeah. Is it? Maybe. Yeah. Letters that spell it. Yes. <laughs> like story <laughs> of my life. I always say yes. Samo. Yes. Samo. Uh, yeah, so that's what we're talking about today. Um, we have a Patreon that you can join at patreon.com slash talk direction. We actually got a new patron today or yesterday. Did you see? Mm, yeah, I did see. Um, so that's very exciting. And um, funnily enough, our last TDDL episode, which is Talk Direction Down Low, which is what we do over on, t on Patreon, was our own bucket lists. Now, How did we predict this? We did not plan this. Obviously, we didn't know Louis was going to be doing this video today. Um, but we're just like in sync with Louis that way. Yes. On an Actually, no. We have level. personal contact with Louis. We text, and this is how we knew. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. We planned. <laughs> we planned our TD deal around. around Could you Louis. imagine? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So we. 
Um, Caitlin had the idea to do like uh, 30 things to do before she turned 30 and then we turned it into a whole like bucket list episode um, and that was really fun it was really long it was like almost an hour I think mm-hmm. <laughs> and it could have gone on longer <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, and then this week we're going to be doing our fanfic book club episode which is where we read a fanfic and then talk about it so if you feel like joining, you can go to patreon.com slash talk direction. Um, all right. So we're just going to jump into the main discussion this week. And we're also going to be talking a little bit about um, some other Louis stuff because he's had some like tweets and some statements and stuff before uh, the video was released today. So the first one was on um, April 17th, and this was the first time that he had like tweeted anything um, since his sister Felicity passed away. And he said, just wanted to thank everyone for their lovely words over the past couple weeks. Back in the studio today to vocal something I wrote a few months ago, sending you all loads of love, X. Um, So this was really nice to see that he is in the studio and um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. It seems like all of the siblings are like, I just don't get how like they're carrying on so much, but I know. I feel like it's selfish, but I like that I get to see that because it makes mm-hmm. me think that they're okay. Yeah. No, I think everyone feels that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then very excitingly, very excitingly. What what was I trying to say? I felt it. (laughs) Uh, On April 19th, Louis posted on Instagram a photograph of um, himself and three musicians. And he's holding, I think, an electric guitar and giving us the middle finger, as per usual. And there's a guy behind him holding a trumpet. And then another dude with, I think, a regular acoustic guitar. And then this other guy with a drumstick. And is that a lemon in his other hand? I think maybe a lemon, a pear, some sort of food. Yeah. So the captain. I don't know. Whoever it is, that's definitely me when I'm (laughs) in the band. (laughs) The drumstick and the lemon. (laughs) Um, The caption just said studio. And then there was another picture with him and another dude holding a guitar and it looks like Louis is doing some vocals of some kind um so this was very exciting to see I remember when I saw this picture I kind of flipped out because I was like Louis in the studio with a trumpet I was like very excited to see this yeah it makes it seem like yeah no I remember (laughs) 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 yeah it just like makes it seem like things are happening and they've got all this like great live music Mm-hmm. Um, which I think we're both a fan of, like, not, I mean, live music, obviously, but I mean, live sounding music and, like, lots of instruments and, like, trumpets and yes. lemons and whatnot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and, like, trumpets are just not, like, super common in current music, like, pop mm-hmm. music, so I was just super excited to see that. I love horns. I mean, I like saxophone a little bit more, but, like, I like trumpet a lot, too. Um, I just can't wait yeah. to see, like, what Louis song is their trumpet in. Um, yeah. excited about that. Harry's um, and- probably freaking jealous because of oh, the I whole Olivia trumpet drama. 
Yeah, he was just probably sitting in a robe, just stewing. <laughs> just what I was doing. I thought you said doing, and I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> Did Harry's album have any trumpets on it anywhere? I feel like it did because I feel like we've talked about it, but maybe it's because we were talking about Olivia. I I mean, I know like woman has that duck sound that sounds like horns. Oh, that's maybe what it was. Yeah, I don't think it does have any horns anywhere. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. I can't think right now. It's um, It's been like almost 90 degrees here today all day. Oh, God. So I'm a little loopy from the heat. And Caitlin has also been out in the heat. And yeah. Probably a I got sunburned well. today, you guys. Yeah. And now I have, like, one of those sunburn headache situations going on. Yeah. Um, so we found out who these men were in Louis' Instagram post. Um, and they are Sam Hollander, who he actually wrote with in 2018, Tim Pagnotta, a songwriter, and Brian Phillips, a producer. And these people have actually worked with One Direction in the past. They've worked with... Panic at the Disco, Good Charlotte, uh, All Time Low, Walk the Moon, Neon Trees, El King, just like tons of amazing bands and artists. I never knew Panic at the Disco was abbreviated that way, and I was really trying to figure out the name of this <laughs> band, like P exclamation mark uh-huh. ATD. I was like Piad. Piad. I know it's very confusing. <laughs> um. Yeah, so this is pretty exciting, and they all shared that post. Well, actually, all of them except um, Tim Pagnotta. I think he doesn't really use Instagram. But um, Brian Phillips shared it on his story and said, pretty wild, writing with Louis, Sam, and Tim yesterday. Um, And he also um, shared a picture on his Instagram and said, well, this was fun. And then um, Sam Hollander also shared the post on his Instagram and his caption was man band and he tagged Louis Tomlinson and geezers <laughs> man band um so yeah this is exciting I don't know if this is like the group of people that he's like going to be working with regularly or if they were just writing like one song together you know mm-hmm. it's always hard to know that stuff but yeah I don't know yeah, I'm not familiar with any of these guys personally, but um, like all the people that, they, that they've worked with, I like a lot. So, yeah, this and it looks promising. like they had fun based on these photos. So that's good yes. if like they feel relaxed and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, so next we had a um, notes app screenshot, which is how people share uh their feelings these days i love how like the format like some people have like different apps to do it like mm-hmm. to make it look nicer some people crop it mm-hmm. louis just like screenshotted the whole freaking thing yes you can see his his battery like extremely <laughs> low yeah. like look at that that's probably like five percent battery yeah <laughs> <laughs> so he shared this on the 22nd and it says, someone recently said something very interesting about how so many people focus on the end game without enjoying the doing. Um, side note that someone was me and Caitlin. 
and he obviously listens to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Because we literally have been talking about this. Okay, back to the note. I've been thinking a lot more about what success means to me. I feel like I've been mistranslating it for the last three years. Everything I've ever known in my career is straight down the middle pop. My expectations and aspirations are all shaped around my experiences. As much as I try and stay realistic, I couldn't help but crave a hit single. It's because of this that I've spent so long on this album, trying to fit into top 40 radio, when in fact maybe I should start with what I love and work from there, instead of trying to write to a more specific formula. Over the last few weeks, I've put a lot of things into perspective, and in fact, what I should be doing is forgetting about perception, and to a certain degree, worry less about being defined on commercial success. I'm not here to compete with the likes of Drake and Ariana Grande. I'm here to make music I love and make my fans proud to say they're a fan. Turning a page today. Enjoy today and enjoy the ride. Don't get lost on the way up. Louis is so wise. I know. So what did you think of this when you read it? I thought, I mean, I just, I love all these like really personal, emotional things that Louis puts out. He's kind of inconsistent with that since like one direction's hiatus mm-hmm. like just being super honest about his feelings and where's his head where his head is at and i really appreciate that yeah. um i feel like it humanizes him a lot and it makes him feel super relatable which i think is his goal as well mm-hmm. um and i think what he said makes a lot of sense and it's weird to know like that he was trying to fit that sort of pop sound or like fit in a box Mm -hmm. um and like how stressful that was and now he's come to this other sort of understanding that that's not how he wants to define himself or his music Mm -hmm. um so I think that's really cool and it, it, it also made me think of like what he has said about Harry's music and how he really respects how Harry didn't really try to um, like live up to radio expectations and kind of did what he wants. And I think, um, yeah, this kind of sheds light on that a little bit more. Um, Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad he's like not trying to fit some sort of box or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, and go his own way, I guess. Yeah. I'm excited to see what that looks like. Me too. Yeah, I agree. I think we, I think we got a little bit of um, of this when he was doing his round of interviews for two of us because he mentioned a couple times like where pop radio is at and how he doesn't fit into it. Um, yeah. And I think around then was where he was sort of expressing that he was frustrated with it. Um, and this seems like definitely after whatever epiphany he had um, mm. that he sort of decided like actually maybe I don't care. Right. Um, Which is great. I mean, we've talked about this on the podcast a lot, but it's like, it's hard because in the music industry, like, it's it's sort of hard to, like, define what success is. Yeah. Um, Because obviously, you want to, if you want to, like, career with longevity, like, you need some amount of commercial success. Yeah. Um, But it's, it's, it must be a hard, a hard line to figure out (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, yeah especially because like it almost feels like one direction can be uh like so popular and successful in terms of like touring and just as solo artists as well in terms mm -hmm. of like touring and stuff um but sort of on a public sphere people might not know them or their music that much um 
And I think that's really interesting compared to someone like Ariana Grande, where her music is all over radio. And obviously she's got like a lot of success touring and whatnot. Um, But it's almost like as if their success is in a bubble, kind of like I would imagine like an author, you know, Mm -hmm. people who read their books know who they are and might recognize them and like that's really famous to them. But everyone else doesn't really see that. Yeah. And it's just kind of like a different type of success. You wouldn't say like some famous author isn't successful just because they're not like a household name or people don't recognize their face, you know, like obviously Louis is going to be really successful in his music and probably with touring because he's got such a like loyal fandom. Right. Well, it must be hard too because – um, they're kind of doing it backwards, you know. I think they've all sort of t- talked about this. Yeah. Like, they had such tremendous success with One Direction, and it's like the fact that any of them would be able to reach that level of success as solo art, or the idea mm-hmm. that any of them would able be able to reach that level of success as solo artists is like it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Um, but it like that must be a hard thing because then it's like your like bar of like what is possible is so high. Yeah. Um. So it's like, where do you? like agree to settle and I think Louis's new um idea of just doing what he wants and making his fans proud is like absolutely Mm -hmm. the right thing to do yeah because you have to like remember and I think this is sort of what Louis was getting at is that like you have one life like you Mm -hmm. should just be enjoying it like it doesn't really matter how famous you are how many you know how many radio hits you have it's about like actually just liking and enjoying your life and like it isn't that end game it is like you know the whole journey of it like are you enjoying making music are you enjoying the process of making the album like of Mm -hmm. course fans are you know we really only see it as like the album when it's complete but louis life his day-to-day is making the album like that's such a huge portion of it so like he should be enjoying it and and being happy in in that way and not stressing about you know making it fit some sort of mold that he doesn't mm-hmm. want it to yeah definitely yeah and then we'll get better music out of that yeah and definitely. yeah more honest music so i mean we see that with harry and like he's been so mm-hmm. successful doing what he wanted yeah yeah and same with niall as well right. i think niall's maybe a little bit more commercial especially slow hands mm-hmm. um but yeah i think he's stuck true to like who he is mm-hmm yeah yeah, so this is this is really nice to read and just made me so much more excited for the album and like future and stuff. Same. I wonder if it if he's going to be reworking some of the other stuff that he tried to make sound like more commercial. That's a good or, point. Or like scrapping some of the ones that weren't quite true to who he is. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? Um I don't know. It's hard to say because I feel like there could be songs that he has written that he is going to want to scrap because maybe he was trying to fit them into a formula and didn't, they didn't really like totally work for him because it wasn't authentic to him. Mm-hmm. Or maybe there are songs he's going to rewrite or maybe there's just a bunch of songs that he hasn't even written yet because he was like, oh, like this isn't a song that's going to be commercially successful. So like, yeah. why bother, you know? Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder what it does to the timeline. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because he said he's been mistranslating it for the last three years. Yeah. Um, so, like, for three years, he's been kind of having this 
like battle, I think you I cut guess. out there. You, you oh, did cut out. Sorry. I said um he said that he's been mistranslating it for the last 3 years. Yeah. So like for the last 3 years he's been having this sort of battle. Mm. Um trying to fit into top 40 and then realizing that like what he really wants to do doesn't fit into top 40 and how to like right navigate that yeah um do you have anything else on that nope all right so moving on to the music video today um i heard about it first through email i got an email at 9 16 a.m pacific standard time (laughs) um (laughs) and it was louis like newsletter and it was um he like hand wrote the little blurb and it said your support over the last few months has been amazing thank you i made this video with an incredible man called richard a very inspiring man who should give us all hope hope you love it louis it took me a long time to read that because it is in his handwriting and it's very messy. Not that mine isn't. He just like leaves the mistakes all in there. <laughs> Authentic. Yeah. And then under that is a hashtag Louie and Richard, which is kind of the hashtag they're using for this video. Um, and then he posted on his Instagram and Twitter. A month or so ago, I met an amazing man called Richard. He had a few things he wanted to do, so I thought I'd help him out. This video feels particularly relevant and powerful to me. Richard is a classic example of a fearless man who, in light of tragedy, still pushes himself to live with as much laughter and happiness as possible. I hope you enjoy watching this video as much as I did making it. Loads of love, Louis. Um, Yeah, and then he hashtagged Louis and Richard again. And on his Instagram post, um, Liam commented, and he said, that was beyond incredible, with the little prayer emoji. And also Niall commented and said, absolutely amazing, Tomo, with the heart emoji. That's so cute. I love this support. I know. Me too. Um, Harry, you need to do better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so this was was cool to see. And there's definitely, um, with his new label, a very coordinated effort. Um, mm-hmm. basically ever since it was announced that he was with Arista Records um, everything he's done has been very like coordinated and like across all platforms and they're doing like the hashtag and pretty much everyone from his label tweeted um, about this video and like added a little comment about it like the head of Arista Records did and so that's been really nice to see that he act, like has this like incredible support uh, yeah. from the people he's working with especially in light of him um, putting this note out about how he wants to focus on what he actually loves doing as opposed to being commercially successful because something like that mm-hmm. could potentially make a label, you know, displeased. But this one just seems like fully behind him. Yeah, I love seeing that. all the supportive, like, colleagues he has. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. and also just just you see the formatting of, like, the picture and how it's, like, in the same sort of coloring as mm-hmm. um the two of us like uh the single cover mm-hmm. thing it's very synchronized yeah yeah it's also interesting um too because I feel like I feel like this is also a smart move um from him too because it's kind of like it's kind of a good way for him to sort of enter 
into doing the kind of music he wants to do in a way that like people will want to be supportive of. Not that he planned this because obviously he didn't because there's been multiple tragedies in his life that have brought him to this point. Right. But it's different than if he had just left One Direction and then just like started making like indie music. Yeah. You know, he's gone through this kind of like journey. Um, Yeah. So that's probably like, And he's talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. So people are aware. Yeah. I can imagine the label likes probably that as well because it's probably Mm -hmm. um, a good thing. Yeah. For his success. All right. Should we get into the video itself? Yes. So this wasn't really actually a music video. Um, (laughs) And I, I actually think there might be a third video, like a music video. Yeah. Because there was talk of him playing the piano for mm-hmm. the the video, right? Yeah. I, I felt like there was going to be two, like, mm-hmm. different things. Like, the Richard thing and then something where he was playing the piano and, like, doing his own thing. I don't know. Yeah. I think we will get an additional, like, music video. Um, this one on YouTube was titled Louis Tomlinson, Two of Us, and then in, qu- in parentheses, Richard, Richard's Bucket List official video. <laughs> Aww. Um, so we kind of knew that this was coming, but we didn't, like, know for sure. Yeah. Right? Because we've gotten a lot of hints. Like, there was that casting call, like, months ago for a widow I love that that actually was this. Like, that's what we predicted. We were (laughs) trying to figure it out, and we were correct. We really were. Um, And then there was, like, um, there was, like, a couple of of posts about, like, Louis going to locations and stuff. So I think we all kind of knew that they were probably making this video, but we didn't actually know for sure. Although Mm -hmm. some people did because they filmed part of it on X Factor Tour. So actually a lot of people did, but kept it secret for this long which is quite impressive yeah like that whole arena yeah kept wait. quiet because i i know <laughs> i saw like that he introduced richard something and i didn't know what that was oh really yeah like i saw that he did that maybe okay. he just didn't ever say what it was for and so people <laughs> oh I don't know. maybe yeah i did never see i didn't see the video of that right Maybe, like, I don't know. Well, so there was, um, there was a Instagram, a photo of Louis with a fan, and this person's Instagram is Serena underscore nurse, and they said, was such a good time with Louis helping out with the two of us bucket list video that has now been released. Alzheimer's for me especially is close to my heart as I watch my granddad suffer with this illness. Louis has done everyone proud by doing such a lovely thing, not only for Richard, but also by raising awareness to the illness, especially after everything that's happened recently with the passing of his sister. So it seems like this person knew at the time mm-hmm. that that's what was happening, especially since they saved the photo until now. Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. Yeah. I guess it didn't get out. Yeah. It's impressive. <laughs> It's like the Hannah Montana movie. Yes, which I still haven't seen. But I how do know have you the not seen of... it? God, <laughs> what a classic movie! I know we need to watch all the movies I haven't seen, like Hannah Montana, yeah. High School Musical. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. And we'll skip all the ones you want me to see that I haven't seen. I eat Titanic. <laughs> I don't know what else. I've let go of you watching Titanic. I don't want you to suffer. I'm glad. <laughs> um, so when did you watch this video? What were your initial reactions to it, Caitlin? Um, well, I was pretty busy today, so I wasn't on my phone a lot. Um, and then I got a text um, from, actually, it was from one of our listeners. Oh. It was from Shelly Ann. Um, and she wrote about, like, something about the Richard video. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't know what's happening. Like, let me go on Twitter. Oh, wow. Um, and um yeah so then I was like looking on Twitter I was like oh my god Louis released a video um but I was like I wasn't in a place like I was walking around New York City so I like couldn't really watch it um so I waited until I got home um Mm -hmm. like I went on the train and stuff um and then I watched it just a couple hours ago um because I had also heard that people were crying and stuff and they'd watched it on like public transport or in public. And I was like, oh, wow. well, I really don't want to be sitting on a train crying. No, um, I didn't actually end up crying when I watched it, but like, I didn't know what, what my reaction would be. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I thought it was really cool the way they did it. I feel like I haven't really seen music videos like that where they mm-hmm. play a part of the song and it's sort of like, I mean, I've obviously seen music videos where they talk in between. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they have sort of a plot but this one was a lot different because it was like Louis was talking to the audience himself and it was like very interspersed there wasn't like sort of a like you know just one talking piece Mm -hmm. it was like a lot of broken up parts I just thought it was really interesting like to have a a music video sort of interpreted that way I I liked it a lot yeah yeah me too I think it was really special and unique idea um, yeah. I watched it for the first time also a couple hours ago. Uh, I had I had heard about it this morning, but I was busy and I didn't want to like watch it while I was doing other things. Yeah. So I waited till I got home tonight, and I definitely cried. It was very emotional in a good way. There was a couple mm-hmm. of moments, um, and I'm sure everyone has seen the video, but. Um, if you haven't, it was basically there's this guy, Richard Green, um, who is an 83-year-old uh, guy in who lives in Yorkshire, England, um, which is where Louis is from. And he is an actor, a veteran of the Royal Air Force. Um, he was a taxi driver for a while and a singer. Um, and he lost his wife, Pat, to Alzheimer's disease around December 2016 which is um, the same time that Louis lost his mom. Um, So they wanted to find someone, um, I think, for this video specifically um, to sort of take them on a bucket list journey, I guess. Um, So that's what the video was about. And um, also in the description box of the music video, it just says hashtag Louis and Richard, and then it says donate to, and there's a link for... Alzheimer's Society, Cancer Research UK, and Bluebell Wood Children's Hospice, which I thought was, like, really sweet um, that he's, yeah. like, trying to get people to donate and um, raising awareness and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I felt like 
there's a couple of things that really struck me about this video. Um, like part of it, it felt like it felt like it it went by so quickly. It's actually seven minutes and thirteen seconds long. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they have the song kind of play on a bit of a loop, but there's like in the beginning, it's like instrumentals for a while. So it's it's two of us is playing in the background, but it's like obviously not just the the song itself because it's seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, uh, when I was watching it, there was, like, all these scenes where I'm like, oh, but, like, what happened then? Like, there was obviously so much we didn't see because yeah. it was so condensed. Um, and it really we'll just... We'll get a behind the scenes. I hope so. I think we will. Um, but it just made me think about how, like, Louis actually just literally spent two days with this guy, like, getting yeah. to know him and, like, doing stuff with him. And, like, yes, it was for the video, but at the same time, um, there was obviously, like, hours they spent together that weren't part yeah. of the video. <laughs> I really noticed that when, like, they were talking in at, at like, a pub or something or drinking yeah. beer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Lou was like, like, this has been great, like, getting to know you, not only for the video, but, like, just us hanging out, like, and, like, talking and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, there was so much time that we didn't see. We only saw seven minutes of the day, you know? Right. Yeah. Days. Yeah. And just throughout the, the whole video, it really seemed like Louis was trying to make it about Richard and really, like, yeah. take a back seat. Literally and metaphorically, because, like, they did this, like, hel- he wanted to dri- ri- uh, drive a helicopter or fly a helicopter. And Louis is just, like, there kind of sitting in the backseat. Um, yeah. And, like, the, vi- the the video is mostly on Richard. And um, it was just such a sweet video. Yeah. Um, so the video starts um, with a shot. Also, I don't know who filmed the whole thing, but I know that Jordan Green, who's a photographer who's been working with Louis a lot, was involved um, with the project because he did share his Instagram stories um, about how great it was being involved in this video and stuff. So mm. I don't know if he shot the whole thing, but he definitely was involved. Um, in, on I some wasn't level. sure about those um, shots where they weren't horizontal. Those like were... the random interspersed of the yes. vertical shots. I did wonder if that was an artistic choice or if like they really just wanted those shots and they only had them from like phones or something. I know. I, like it didn't, it didn't seem like it would be artistic. <laughs> it's like someone who just doesn't realize that it's like I have to tell my parents all the time, like if you're filming something that we're going to want to put on it, like in a family right. home video, you have to turn it horizontal. <laughs> maybe Wait, that's like... why they did it, because it was like this older man. So maybe they kind of <laughs> add to the, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Subtle technological like, yeah. incompetence. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so it it opened with like a scene of Yorkshire, and um, it sort of went. It was shots of Richard in his home, and he was introducing himself and like showing old photos of him and um, his wife. And he said, um, "It opened with him speaking, and he said, we all come into this world the same way, and we go out the same way. When you leave this little plot, you ain't coming back. So might as well make the best of what you've got." And then he said, and that's five guineas for the philosopher's fee. <laughs> I honestly got about 30% of that when I listened. His accent was so thick. I know. I noticed that too. His <laughs> accent was so thick. I had to watch again to get it. And also I noticed that like the longer him and Louis talked, the thicker both of their accents got to the point oh, I was like, I, I don't know that. what either of you are saying. <laughs> I didn't see captions on the video. Like I wanted captions so I could yeah. understand it. There was a lot that was hard to hear. <laughs> <laughs> um 
but yeah, it was really sweet. And he said that he started playing clubs uh, when he was 17, like singing and stuff. He said he gave it up when his wife became ill because she couldn't be left alone very long. Um, I guess when she got Alzheimer's and he said, I talk to her on a regular basis, even though she ain't here. Um, so that like little intro scene definitely made me teary. Mm. I felt like, yeah, especially thinking about the connections and how it relates to Louis's story. Yeah. Like yeah. talking, even though she's not here, I feel like that fits two of us and like calling the number to leave a message, Definitely. even though she's not going to hear it. Yeah. Um, and just, like, him being a singer as well. Like, it's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, they seem to have a lot the of parallels. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and it's quite sad that she got that she got sick with Alzheimer's mm-hmm. and he had to sort of stay home with her to take care of her. Yeah. He, did, he didn't say how long she was sick, but I think it was a while, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then um, in text over the screen it said, I lost someone around the same time, my mom. I heard Richard had a bucket list, things he'd always wanted to do, so I went to see him. Um, And then there's shots of Louis meeting Richard at his house, and they sat on a couch in his living room, and they talked about Pat, uh, Richard's wife, and Joanna, Louis's mom. Um, I think this was my favorite bit of the music video, like, hearing them talk to each other and, like, mm-hmm. have that connection. And just, like, the way Louis was. Like, he's such a good, like, listener and connector. And there yeah. was these scenes when Richard was talking about his grief that Louis kind of, like, had his head just, like, leaning on the couch. Mm-hmm. And you could just tell that he was, like, really genuinely there. Like, he wasn't, like, feel- I'm filming. He was, like, yeah, really there, present. I feel like he's such a good role model, especially to, like, young men. Mm-hmm. because like <clears throat> men in our society are told they're not allowed to have emotions yeah um and like not allowed to like be vulnerable like that mm-hmm. um so I love that Louis really open about that yeah me too yeah the way he is like you 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 kind of think or I would think that he was much older than he is he's 27 but he just mm-hmm. has this way of being and talking that is just very mature and yeah very wise um yeah at one point um Richard said initially when Pat died I couldn't get over it I used to weep um and Louis said of course of course you did and just the way he said it it was just so sweet and mm-hmm. that like made He's me so cry validating again. of emotions yeah exactly um and then Richard said <clears throat> I just used to break down but over the years I thought well you've got to get on with your life Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah it was just really sweet to see them connecting over that and like sharing that with the world um, that's like a brave thing to do and yeah. really healing for people I saw so many people so many people um, like tweeting and stuff about their own family members who have like had Alzheimer's or passed away and like how um, healing this this little video was for them mm, that's really nice yeah um, yeah, so then they basically go through his bucket list, and the first thing on his bucket list was to fly a helicopter. Um, so they just had little shots of Richard flying the helicopter, obviously with a, like, trained professional next to him. <laughs> they just gave him a helicopter <laughs> they just sent and let him go. this 83-year-old off with Louis in the backseat. Have fun! 
<laughs> oh god but it was just so cute throughout this whole video like Richard was just like smiling so much and Louis was smiling so much and like there was all these cute moments like in the helicopter there was this moment where Richard kind of like reached back to like pat Louis on his arm um, I loved that it was just so sweet I feel like this whole music video needs to be turned into like a children's book or something Oh, like yes. there's so many good lessons in That's it like a good idea yeah you know like connecting with people who are older mm-hmm. and like learning from them and dealing with emotions and grief mm-hmm. and I don't know I, I could imagine this like an illustrated children's book mm-hmm. all these like fun adventures they get up to yeah definitely Richard and Louie fly a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> Richard and Louie race race cars. Like, it could be a series. It could. That would be really cute. Yeah, it's also definitely striking, it was for me at least, to see how how Louie was just so comfortable. Um, like, Louie's 27, this guy's, like, 83. And, mm. like, but, like, the way that they were with each other was just, like, very comfortable and very, like, yeah. it seemed like they were kind of, like, on an even playing field and like Mm -hmm. yeah I don't think that happens a lot like we don't see that a lot like people of like such varying age just like connecting on a more equal Mm -hmm. level you know yeah it was really good to see yeah um and then after each sort of scene they were there would be text over the screen that would that was like fly a helicopter dot dot check so they're like checking things off the list um and the second thing was to drive a race car um, and I think he drove, it was unclear who was driving at what point, but I think they all like took turns mm-hmm. driving these little race cars. I love how different these types of bucket list things are than yours and mine. I know. We're like, <laughs> plant a pumpkin patch, learn to sew. <laughs> we didn't have any of like these like high adrenaline things, I don't think. But also, also our bucket list was a little different because our list was actually not quite a bucket list and more of a in the near future list it yeah, wasn't like a list of true. things you wanted to do before we died so yeah although i, I don't i wouldn't add would any be on of my list i wouldn't add any of no. mine. <laughs> um the third item was get a tattoo and then they had these shots of Louie getting a tattoo and then there was text over the screen that said okay so he gave me one instead <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what happened if he wanted to get one and then decided not to or something I don't know I know I wondered that too if he chickened out or if it was like maybe <laughs> hard to do like maybe it was I don't know if you're if you're like skin is oh yeah I don't know, I don't if, know. It, if that changes how easy it is to do but he he probably maybe just decided he didn't want to do it at the last minute (laughs) (laughs) yeah so louis stepped up to the plate (laughs) yeah yeah what what did he draw on him it it was his initials wait what was it i think it was his initials it looked like it was rg oh yeah and the way that it was um tattooed on looked very much like sketched it wasn't like mm. sharp lines. Mm-hmm. And for a second, I was like, is it a real tattoo? Or is it? <laughs> or is it I not? think it was real. I think it was too. That's very cool. That was, I was yeah. like very impressed by that. And also, just like, what a cute thing to have yeah. 
this little tattoo. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looked like little cursive initials. So it'll be really fun to, um, like, keep an eye out for that tattoo, like, as yeah. we see Louis going forward. Actually. Yeah. I wonder if we looked back at the two of us interviews, we would see it because they may have filmed that before the interviews. Oh, right. Yeah, I don't we know. Would see a little RG on his arm. It actually wasn't that little. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go back and look at it. Yeah. Um, I also think maybe what they did too was have had like Richard draw it out and then had a tattoo artist like do the tattoo and then Richard just kind of like went over some of the lines because mm. I feel like if you've never given someone a tattoo before with a tattoo gun I don't know that you would just be able to pick it up and do it yeah I don't right? know <laughs> I haven't had any experience with that yeah um never. yeah so number four was to ride a roller coaster this was the cutest I included a, a picture a screenshot from this roller coaster ride. Yeah, this was one of my favorites. It like makes my heart burst because they both hold hands during it. Yeah, and Louis was really initiating, like grabbing his hand, mm-hmm. and I was like, Louis, why are you so amazing? I know. Like, stop it. I love it so much. It was so cute. And then my favorite was after they get off the roller coaster, Louis goes, Richard, enjoy it. And he said, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how I feel when I do stuff like that like when I went snow tubing in January um yeah after like the first one like my friend Shannon was like are you okay did you like that and I was like I don't know I didn't but that's <laughs> did you enjoy it more after a couple times I don't know <laughs> <laughs> okay then <laughs> yeah roller coasters are like weird combination of this is really fun but also i have like now a headache and i don't feel very well afterwards and my head's been banging around (laughs) yeah i get quite scared too (laughs) during yeah that too um but yeah i love that so much um and then the last bucket list item was performing to an arena which it seemed like maybe was a surprise for richard um oh yeah right yeah it did seem like that um oh also okay so um yeah so we talked about this a little bit earlier that they filmed this during the x-factor tour so like what a cool coincidence that that louis had a arena full of an audience to do this right Yeah. Because when I first saw that, I was like, what the heck? Like, how did he get an arena full of people for this video? And then I looked (laughs) it up and saw that it was the X Factor tour. Um, Yeah. And, yeah, so Richard, I guess, is a singer and has been, like, performing in pubs or did perform in, like, pubs for, like, 45 years or something. Um, And he sang this song, which I didn't know what it was called, but it's a famous song. And I actually asked Martha what it was, and she came through, and she said it's... Pavarotti Nessus Dorma. <laughs> Are you familiar with this song? No. It was like opera, right? Yeah, but it's like a famous opera song. I feel like I've heard of Pavarotti, but I don't didn't know like what it sounded like. Is that yeah. a singer? That's the name, name, of, the the name of the song. That's the name of the song. Interesting. Um I was, was really good. Blown away 
Oh, oh wait, sorry. <laughs> I got it wrong. Hold on. Wait. I think that the song is called... I have to get this right. Yes, okay. The song is called Nessendorma. And Pavarotti was the artist who sang it. Okay, that's what I thought. Luciano Pavarotti. Yeah, I've heard of Pavarotti then. Yeah, so the song is called Nessendorma. Um... I was blown away at how amazing he sounded. Yeah, he was incredible. Right? Yeah, and I love how Louis was like, I didn't know how good he was going to sound, like if it was going to turn out okay. Like you could get someone who actually can't sing. But like this guy was like, he was all in control. I know. It was it was amazing. He sounded incredibly beautiful. Just like the first time I watched it, I was like, "Oh, they like dubbed it. Like they put some they put the actual song over it." Mhm. And then I watched it again. I was like, "No, he's actually singing that." Yeah. It was incredible. It was so good. Um and that's not a hard an easy song to sing. It's like an opera song. Yeah. Um yeah, so that was very very I cool. hope they um collab on Louis' album. Oh my god, that'll be so cute. <laughs> also like what an incredible experience for him like he's obviously been a performer for years in like clubs and stuff but to get to perform in an mm-hmm. arena like that yeah i wonder if he was nervous yeah i don't know i feel like maybe he was but he looked really confident mm-hmm. i want to say <laughs> like he looked confident yeah, no, he really but did. I feel like I would be so nervous. And also, like, I wonder, like, what he performs in pubs. Like, it can't yeah. be that, right? I don't know. Maybe. In clubs. <laughs> maybe there's, like, old people clubs where they just, like, bop around to opera. Oh, my God. I, I want to go to those clubs. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch. I'd be dancing. Yeah. A remix. Opera remix. Yes. Especially after my recent concert experience. That's exactly what I want. Oh, yes. (laughs) I went and saw King Princess, everyone, on Monday night. And I love King Princess. And she did an amazing set. But the crowd was something else. Crowds can honestly just ruin concerts so much. Yeah. Part of the problem... I think is that it's like a, it was a, an extremely young crowd, which like can be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I was like, actually I could very easily be the oldest person here. <laughs> <laughs> like there were children, it was all ages. So there were like actual children there. Um, but there was these people next to me and behind me that were like just drinking a lot and being really loud and like hitting on my friend in an extremely uncomfortable way. And, like, misgendering them and, like, telling them that they were going to make out with them. And That is so bad. It was so uncomfortable. And then there were two people that did end up making out on me, like, on my back. And I was, like, really angry. (laughs) And they were making out very violently to the point that one of the girls lost her nose ring on the ground. It got knocked out (laughs) of the other girl's face. Like what is that wrong is so with you? Much. It's just like it's just like there are other people here trying to enjoy a show. Yeah, you like, have this to isn't respect. Like, yeah, 
yeah you have to respect other people when you're at concerts yeah they were it's like people who bring signs and will hold them up for the entire time and it's like the people behind you cannot see when you hold that up yeah no and we were like maybe like 14 rows back like on the floor um and they were doing all this while king princess is like singing and finally someone behind me or behind them said do you need to leave and then that actually calmed them down a little bit Mm. Um, but I was like ready to yell at them I was like turning into super grump and I felt like Niall and I was like where's Niall I need to rant to him about this because the other thing that was happening (laughs) is everyone with their phones everyone had their phones (laughs) up in the air so I could not see anything but phones like I'm standing 15 rows back and King Princess is singing and all I can see are phones in front of my face and it's literally so annoying. It was so I hate annoying. it. I get there's people who like it and enjoy filming, but I'm the grump. No. I'm the real grump who hates it. Here's the thing. <laughs> and I will admit that I'm just a grump about it. No, honestly, it's not okay because it, it ruins the way. show for other people. And here's the thing. Listen, if you are in the front row, you know, and you're going to film and it's going to be good quality, I get that, right? Because I watch those videos if you're the 15th row back and there's people bumping you, your video is not going to be good. And there's already, there's going to be tons of other videos. Mm-hmm. Like it's, and also I understand too, like putting your phone up to take a quick picture, you know? And then, but people were literally filming the whole thing and they're raising their phones up so that it's blocking my view. And it's just half the time. It's like on Snapchat too. Yeah. I'm like, who, who have you ever seen someone's Snapchats from a concert and actually like watched it? No, right. you just freaking flip through that because it's boring as hell. No one cares about the concert you've been to. Right. I know. It's so annoying. And I, I got mad and I said really loudly, um, oh my God, these effing phones are like the worst. Um, cause I wanted to shame <laughs> people and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly want to go to concerts where they take people's phones away yeah. from them. Like, yeah. <laughs> I get filmed them out of there. When I go to certain venues, like when I go to the Masonic in SF, which is where I've seen Harry and Niall, um, I will film some of it, but I go, I'm at like this location where I can hold my phone in front of my chest. So I'm not blocking mm-hmm. someone's view. I would never right. hold my phone above my head knowing that there's someone behind me that I'm blocking their view. That's so rude. Yeah, that's the problem with small venues is, like, there's no slope. Like, right. in a lot of arenas, there's sloped seating. Yeah. Not if you're on the floor, obviously. Um, but often then the stage is a lot higher right. so that even if you hold your phone up, yeah. like, you're not – you don't have to hold it so high above your head. Right. Like, you're able to still get them because you can just angle it. But when you're in a smaller venue, which I presume King Princess was playing at – um people holding their phones up it just blocks the entire view which is what i experienced when i went to harry yeah like when he was playing in the fall like back when it was at the smaller venues Mm -hmm. um the phones really would just block him completely even though i was so close like i couldn't see him because as soon as there's an arm in the way it'll block his entire body because like that's closer to your face so it just completely blocks him out right so towards the end of the show i just there was a couple songs that i just closed my eyes to and listen because I was like well yeah. I can't see anything so just close my yeah. eyes oh, God, um she played so at the Fillmore which is a venue that a lot of big names play at but it, it's it's small there's just one floor so there's no seats mm. um yeah everyone's just on the floor together hi this is editing Lucia so in this episode I had kind of an impromptu rant about some things including vaping 
and I'm listening back to the recording now and I realize that we probably shouldn't have talked about that stuff the way we did. Both of me and Caitlin were kind of tired when we were recording this and so we didn't speak about it as carefully as maybe we would have if we had planned to talk about it. I just kind of threw it in there as like an afterthought while I was going off on a tangent and I was going to just cut this whole segment out of the episode but then it was going to kind of make the episode confusing. So I've cut a little bit of it out, but I've left most of it in. And I thought I would just add this in to clarify a couple things. So firstly, when I say tobacco, I actually mean nicotine. Uh, the substance in e-cigarettes is nicotine. And most of that's derived from tobacco, but some of it can be made synthetically. And secondly, um, e-cigarettes or vape pens that you're using to like quit smoking is not what I'm talking about. So what I'm talking about are young people, young teenagers um, vaping for fun, not not people trying to quit smoking and using it as an aid for that. So I just wanted to make that very clear because I don't want people to think that I'm saying um, there's no use for them or they should all be banned or anything like that because I know that people use them to quit or reduce their cigarette smoking and I think there can be a benefit to that. Um, but I'm talking about very young people using them. Um, and I'm speaking also as someone who has dealt with nicotine addiction personally, and it's absolutely awful. Um, and was like just a very hard thing that I dealt with in my life. So I, it's like upsetting to me to see young people using nicotine because I used nicotine when I was quite young and became very addicted to it. And it was very, very hard to quit. Um, so that's kind of where I'm coming from. And lastly, this is like in no way a personal attack on anyone who uses any kind of tobacco or nicotine products at all. Um, again, I smoked cigarettes for many, many years, starting when I was quite young. Um, and it's it's more uh, my, my source of my upset is the companies um, and like this industry, you know, these companies that make these products. Um, don't actually care about your health. Um, they care about money and they are actively marketing their products to children, um, which I just have a problem with. So my like annoyance and upset is at the industry and the companies, um, not at individual people using these products. Um, this is kind of a complicated topic and I probably should have not just talked about it in a rant when I wasn't, uh, prepared to talk about it appropriately. But I thought I'd just add this little edit in to clarify things. Hopefully it did. If you have thoughts, feel free to let us know. We don't know everything. Um, I am not super, super educated about um, e-cigarettes and vaping. I know a little bit. I don't know a ton. Um, but uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, back to the episode. And then the other annoying thing is that literally everyone was vaping. Like all the children were vaping. And I was like, this is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone yeah, was like really been annoying. um using these like um it's like tobacco it's not it's not even mm -hmm. weed and just it upset it upset me thank god harry's concerts aren't like that i know honestly harry well, i mean the, the the vaping and the smoking right. and whatever yeah. I mean, there's other things that are annoying, <laughs> but yeah, at but... least there's not lots of people smoking everywhere. Yeah. That would be rough. I don't even really mind the weed because, like, that's just something you, like, have at concerts. But I was just bothered about all of the tobacco <laughs> stuff. 
stuff. Because yeah. it's just, like, this, this is such a young audience. Like, it was mostly, like, teenagers. And, like, King Princess mm-hmm. likes to vape on stage. And she, like, asks people to bring her um, her little jewel pods. And it just felt uncomfortable to be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Guys, you should let us know if you also are... <laughs> if you also have these qualms about concerts. Yeah. Okay. Our mom corner is over. And <laughs> now we're going to get back to this <laughs> <laughs> <Louis> video. <laughs> I feel like we probably scared off people. They're like, I'm going to skip this. I know. Sorry if we dragged any of you guys, but. It's not a personal Maybe you needed to hear it from someone. It's just like basic <laughs> stuff. Like, don't vape if you're a child. Yeah. Don't tell people you're going to make out with them. That's not consent. No. Maybe think about uh, the fact that you may be misgendering someone if you're, like, in a queer space. Maybe don't assume genders. Yes. Um, Maybe don't hold your phone up in front of other people's faces for the entire length of a concert. Mm -hmm. Maybe don't make out on top of someone else who didn't invite you to do that. (laughs) Just some thoughts. (laughs) Food for thought. <laughs> I did have a good time, though. And King Princess played one of my favorite songs of hers, which is called If You Think It's Love. Um, it hasn't been released yet, but it's so it was so beautiful to hear live. So. Wait, how did you know about it before? You just seen it on YouTube or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look at you watching YouTube videos of concerts when you didn't do that for Harry or Niall. I know. It's different. Because, like... All the stuff that King Princess is doing, like, who knows if she's even going to put them on an album or not, you know? Mm-hmm. I bet she is, though, because she's yeah. really popular, so. Yeah, that's true. She's going places. Yeah, she also said it was funny because people, she was talking about how people keep, like, bothering her, like, being like, when are you going to put your album out? Like, when are you going to put new music out? And she was like, I've only been in, like, the, the I've only been, like, in the mainstream or whatever for, like, nine months, so, like, chill. <laughs> and it's true. <laughs> It is true. It's amazing how quickly someone can go from no one mm-hmm. to, like, so famous. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel bad because I've just been complaining. But, like, honestly, it was, like, a nice experience. And it is really cool to see, like, a, like, young queer, like, woman, like, finding success and being popular and being able to sing mm-hmm. about the stuff she sings about. And, like, so many of her songs are, like, obviously queer and... It was cool to see, like, so many young people being able to go there and yeah. experience that. Um, so, yeah. It was it was all, overall really nice. But That's good. Yeah. Just had some minor complaints. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Back to the video. <clears throat> um, so, after he did his little singing at the arena... They had this little shot of Louis and Richard on scooters riding next to each other, which is very adorable. That was really cute. <laughs> I want to know, like, who came up with that, you know, if it was yeah, one of them. Yeah, I don't know. Like, let's ride scooters. <laughs> yeah. And then the video ended with them eating at a pub. It actually was flashing back between two scenes. I think it was when they met and then towards the end of the filming, because there were two different scenes when they were eating at different pubs. Um, and yeah, and then it ended with, um, 
the last like card of the video was all the links to like the Alzheimer's um, society and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that was that. Um, I watched the video a couple of times because I wanted to like be able to absorb it. Mm-hmm. It's amazing because it's so long, but it doesn't seem long. Yeah. Like, when I saw it, it was like seven minutes. I was like, oh my God, it's going to be so long. But then it felt like it just went by instantly. Yeah, it really did. It was just, it really kept kept you there the whole time because there were so many different cute interactions and it told a good story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, would you like to see more videos like this from like Louie or from the other boys or like in general? Yeah, I think so because I feel like this just felt so genuine and it really seemed to come from Louie himself and like mm-hmm. it, it, I think reflected who he is and what he likes to do with his art, mm-hmm. like find that human emotion connection. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It, it, I, I liked it. I liked how it was interspersed and kind of like different than most music videos you see mm-hmm. and that it felt very genuine to him. Um, I think like this makes sense as a Louis music video compared to maybe one like Liam's done like bedroom floor or like get low or something right like this feels very Louie um so I appreciated it and I would like to see more and I'd like to see whatever other version he has with him playing the piano yeah Um, I think that would be nice definitely yeah I like this a lot um it felt like a little film like a mini film yeah. Um, and I really want to see more stuff like this. Um, and I also want to see the behind the scenes of this video. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted more. Like, I think that was, like, one of the coolest things that this video did is, like, it's, like, this seven-minute video, and you're kind of going in expecting a music video, and then you get, like, this story. And then I mm-hmm. was left with this feeling of, like, I want more. Like, I wish it was, yeah. like, 20 minutes or 30 minutes. Like, I want to see all of – like, I wanted – and I also wanted to hear more about Richard. Like, he was mm-hmm. a very, like – engaging character and like I wanted to like hear more of his story and like know more about this should be like a Netflix series where Louis goes and talks to <laughs> oh old people God. about their lives and like does bucket list things with them that I would watch would be so cute someone needs to get on that yeah. how is that not a show already like I don't know that would be... I feel like it's such a good idea in like the current age right now that I feel like that would be so successful yeah definitely um Okay, Louis. If anyone does it, please give us the royalties because <laughs> that was our idea. I want Louis to host it, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So do you have any wrap-up thoughts on the video? Um, I really liked it. And um, that's pretty much it. I'm glad, like, Louis also posting the stuff that he had put out like he had ready obviously to put out like mm-hmm. a month or so ago um it's like nice that we're getting to see that he's okay yeah and like he's moving forward with this stuff mm-hmm. I guess I don't know yeah it is really nice I think I think the whole fandom has been like very worried about him and yeah it's nice to see that he's um I'm sure he's struggling, but he's like, okay. And, and he's still like wanting to help other people and like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's amazing. 
Um, okay, for recommendations this week, I'm going to give a, another recipe recommendation because that's what we did last week. Yay! <laughs> so this one's for a kind of tofu that I make. It's very simple, but very delicious. Basically, you buy tofu, and if you aren't familiar with tofu, you can get any kind, basically. You just don't want to get silken tofu. But any other kind is fine. They come in a variety of firmnesses. Um, and what you want to do is press it. So you take, you empty out the water, wrap it in a towel, and then put something heavy on top of it, like a cast iron pan or like a pot to sort of squeeze some of the water out. And you can leave it there for like 20 or 30 minutes. And then you chop it up into cubes and you heat oil in a pan and then you put the tofu in and then you sprinkle powdered ginger over the top and then you put seasoned rice vinegar over that and then fry them on both sides and it caramelizes it. What's seasoned rice vinegar? Seasoned rice vinegar is a liquid and it's basically rice vinegar with sugar in it (laughs) which is why Mm. it caramelizes so like the sugar and the rice vinegar and the powdered ginger form this like caramelization and it's super delicious and like really you just eat it like that yeah you can eat it plain or you can like put it on anything you want to eat tofu with like i make like quinoa bowls and i put it on that Mm, that's what i was gonna say quinoa huh I feel like I said that's what I was gonna say, like something mm-hmm. on like quinoa. Yeah, but it's also just good by itself. Hmm. Um. Do you have a recommendation? Thank you for that tip. Huh. You're welcome. <laughs> I need these every week. Do you have a recommendation, food or otherwise? Um. I am gonna recommend. I. Uh, just last night, I started watching the Beyonce documentary, Homecoming. Oh, I've been waiting on, to watch that. Yeah, I started watching on Netflix. It's, like, over two hours, so, right. it, like, it might be kind of something that you want to watch, like, in pieces because it's a lot of performances, too. Mm. It's not, like, a storyline that much. Right. Although there is, um, like, sort of rehearsal behind-the-scenes footage. Um, but it is so good. Um, it's her Coachella performance. And again, like you get a bit of the behind the scenes um, and she's just really talented. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm I always like watching like live performances. I um, mean, this one's shot like professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and it's on Netflix. So that's my recommendation. Plus, um, whatever Taylor Swift's coming out with, I'm very excited about that. Obviously, by the time this episode goes out, oh, right. it'll have already happened. But is it supposed yeah. to happen on Friday? Yeah, but I think it's at midnight, so... And we don't even know what it is. It's, I think it's probably a single. Yeah. Um, But, like, it potentially could also be a track listing for an upcoming album. Like, she's been posting different photos that could, like, relate to different songs on the album. I don't know. Yeah. Um, But join the hype, guys. That's my tip is to join the Taylor Swift fandom because <laughs> it's a really exciting time to be in it. Yeah. I'm so curious what, what it will be on Friday. Yeah. I'm hoping for a single. It'll be good because, like, we'll get to know what the new era will sound like musically because she really right. does change it up between eras. That's so. true. Yeah. I'm excited. My favorite when I really got into Taylor Swift music was 1989. Mm, that was such a good album so so good like 
that entire album. I like love every song pretty much. Mm-hmm. Well, there's like two that I don't like care about that much. Which ones? Um, Out of the Woods just kind of bores me. But that's the hairy one. I know. It's not a bad song. Sad. It's just not a song that I like love. And then Welcome to New York, yeah. I also don't love. Ugh, you picked two of the best ones. So There's sorry. a couple that I don't like, but they're like the slow, boring ones on it. Probably my favorites. <laughs> like, We Are in Love. That like, is like my one. favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> or How to Get the Girl or whatever that one's called. Okay, We Are in fan. Love. Like, the freaking line where she's like, where like, they turn over and say, you're my best friend or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just sonically I don't prefer it. I love that song so much. Over some of the other ones. <laughs> I think they sound like infinity to me. Oh, I wonder <laughs> what. Helps clarify it. You need to figure out what about those songs you don't like. I think it's like the, I think at least on infinity, because I was listening to it the other day. Uh-huh. Um, it has a, it has like a, a lot of, um, what's it called? The voice effect thing. Like auto-tune? Yeah. Oh. Or like it sounds more like that to me. Like, like a little bit more electronic and less like live sounding. Like you think if someone did like a really stripped down acoustic version of it, you might like it? Yeah. Hmm. Like because I like the words mm-hmm. and like the strings and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just. Like the production that you don't like. Yeah. The production really bothers me. But what about You Are In Love don't you like then? I don't know. Such a sweet song. It sounds like it sounds like a watered down. It's like one of my favorite songs of all time, perhaps. Really? Yeah. Sorry about it. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I can hear my siblings making really weird noises in the background. Oh, no. Sorry if anyone's picking that up. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> can you hear that? Um, I have your headphones turned way down, so I don't pick them up on my mic. Oh, okay. All right, my goodness. Did you give your recommendation? Oh, yeah, Beyonce. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. We need to end this episode. (laughs) Good luck with that. We would love to hear what you thought. At least you have a lot of days. What? I said at least you have a lot of days, although in my experience, that means I don't do it, literally. (laughs) I'm going to wait till the last minute. Give me like two hours to do it. I'll do it immediately. Give me five days to edit an episode. It will come out a day late. (laughs) (laughs) Guaranteed. Yeah, that's a thing. Yep. All right. We would love to hear what you thought about the show and your opinions on anything we discussed today. Please feel free to send us news stories or anything One Direction related you would like to hear us talk about on future episodes. Thank you for listening to episode 177 of Talk Direction. You can find us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. Email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Find us on Tumblr at talkdirection.tumblr.com or Instagram at just talkdirection. And you can follow us individually. I'm at Lucia O, spelled L-U-C-C-I-A-O-H on Instagram and Twitter. And Caitlin, where can they find you? I am on Instagram and Twitter as at Caitlin I.R. Foster. And Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. Excellent. Um, You can head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash talkdirection where today, um, right after we finish recording this, we're going to be recording our fanfic book club 
episode of TDBL, um, which is something I always look forward to very much. Um, you can rate and review and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and on SoundCloud. I'm Lucia. And I'm Caitlin. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 178. Bye. Bye. It's been a minute since I called you Just to hear the answer phone Yeah, I know that you won't get this But I'll leave a message so I'm not alone This morning I woke up still dreaming With memories playing through my head You'll never know how much I miss you The day that they took you, I wish it was me instead But you once told me, don't give up You can do it day by day And diamonds, they don't turn to dust or fade away So I'll keep you day and night Here until the day I die I'll be living one life for the two of us I will be the best of me Always keep you next to me I'll be living one life for the two of us Even when I'm on my own I know I won't be alone Tattooed on your heart The words of your favorite song I know you'll be looking down Swear I'm gonna make it proud I'll be living One life for the two of us I've been thinking a lot about I've been thinking a lot more about what success means to me I feel like I've been mistranslating it for the last three years Everything I've ever known in my career Hold on. There's like a car, a truck backing up and it's looping and I know it's going to annoy me. So I'm going to write this down and start again. You can hear it? Yeah. Yeah, it's extremely loud. (laughs)